Hello and welcome to another episode of Right Brain Rounds. This is Dr. Karina Muller and I'm going to talk today a little bit about um, the Otava Method of Self-Coaching. This is a book that I just recently wrote and in the meantime it has become a number one Amazon bestseller and it really is just kind of one of those um, things that I put out there to my clients to explain my philosophy of self-coaching. I am a musician by training. I have a degree in music and I spent a lot of time playing my flute in undergrad. And I always kind of go back to musical principles when I'm looking at ways to achieve a goal. And the reason I say that is because music taught me so much growing up um, in, in my life. And some of the main principles of music and um, becoming a master in any type of field or trade is um, practice. And growing up, when I started playing the flute, I was 11 years old, and I just loved to practice the flute. I, I don't know why, but I think there was something very therapeutic about it. Um, I felt like I could escape from life stressors, even at that early age, by kind of immersing myself into music, creating music, practicing, and performing. Now, sometimes there's you know, performance anxiety um, associated with doing a concert or, you know, performing in a talent show or, you know, performing um, a solo in a concert, you know, something like that. And, you know, eventually I did learn how to outwardly express that I didn't look stressed out or I, you know, didn't let um, that performing performance anxiety bother me. And when you think about practice, discipline, performance, and doing things under pressure, um, a lot of those ideas transfer to many different careers. Like if you're a pilot, or if you're in a high, you know, um, stress medical type um, career. Uh, I know that, you know, as a high risk obstetrician, maternal fetal medicine specialist, you know, knowing when to make decisions to get someone delivered immediately, um, you know, in a pregnancy that could be high risk, uh, making very big decisions, you know, doing a stat C-section, um, placing a cerclage, you know, a stitch to help um, keep people pregnant, if they're, you know, having problems with um, preterm labor, things like that, um, for people that don't know what a cerclage is. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I feel that there are so many things that I've learned from music and my training in music and performing that, you know, especially on international stages, um, it, that I can apply to 
different aspects of goal achieving and the Otava method. So the Otava method um, was named Otava because in the flute literature, there are a lot of musical lines that are written in one octave, but directed in the music on how to play it up an octave. So to play a musical line up an octave is called ottava, and that is an Italian music term. And the short name for ottava is 8VA. And to 8VA something means to take it up an octave. And so the whole principle of the ottava method is trying to figure out a way to 8VA your life, your career, anything that you put your mind to. And it's very important in a medical career, as I've discovered throughout my you know, time of being a physician, to have goals written down and to know exactly what it is you want your legacy to be in life, in medicine. You know, what, what do you want people to remember about you? And how can you apply that every day when you go to work and you're taking care of people in their lives? You know, how can you encourage them to 8VA their lives? So in writing this eight-step method, um, I came up with quite a few different ways that people can achieve their goals in a stepwise fashion. And it is based on the octave, which includes eight notes uh, and... I will continue to tell you about what that means as far as the Otava method. So chapter one is about composition and that is creating your legacy. So composers create their compositions for musicians to play and to follow along with. And, you know, these compositions can have lots of different themes. They can have fugues. They can have different keys that they're played in. Happy things tend to be in major um, keys. Unhappy things, you know, sadness might be relayed by minor keys within a composition. And at the end, sometimes a lot of these different um, themes will come together and form a finale. And you know, what is the finale of your life? How do you want your legacy to be remembered? And how do you want to end your composition? So these things are, you know, definitely considered when, you know, taking a look at your composition. The ultimate life that you desire and have imagined is waiting for you. And if you imagine that finale, you can create a blueprint or a plan or a composition to help you take those needed steps to achieve your ultimate goals. And imagery is a big part of that. So we talk about creating your legacy, imagining it, and, you know, thinking that, hey, this could come true as long as I have something written down and know what I need to do to achieve this goal. 
The next chapter is about tonic function. And that's basically exploring your core values in life. Making a mission statement for your life and doing things that align with your important beliefs in life um, is, you know, paramount to helping you to achieve your goals. If you feel like you're in alignment with a, an entity or a corporation that you work for, then people seem to be a little bit happier in their jobs um, than if their core values do not align with yours. So defining these important values will allow you to further develop emotional intelligence and work through any challenges or cognitive dissonance that you might encounter throughout your life and career. Step three is harmony. And that really includes overcoming any type of dissonance or disarray um, when you are pursuing your goal. And to determine a way to dissolve dissonance or resolve it, you need to discover that pathway to harmony. You know, what is the easiest way to get to harmony or resolving any type of dissonance that you have in your life or your career? So this step, um, when looking at how someone might evaluate their life and, you know, say, all right, where am I in my career right now? Might include taking, you know, um, technically a Maslow burnout inventory for healthcare professionals to help them define their baseline score. You know, are they, you know, burnt out? Um, and, you know, discover different ways that they can help resolve that dissonance that comes with a complex medical career. So really just looking at any career and where you might have dissonance and how you can resolve that and become harmonious by learning more about yourself and, you know, maybe what causes burnout in, you know, a high stress career or what are some resources for you to, you know, create harmony in places where it might be a little bit tough, you know, to imagine yourself continuing going to work or being in that field. The next step is dynamics. So when you look at dynamics in a musical composition, you can have forte and piano types of music, you know, things that are very loud and, you know, awakening and things that are piano or maybe meant to, you know, put out a calming or quiet um, message. So looking at your strengths and weaknesses in life, you know, kind of that typical interview question of, Hey, what, what do you think your strengths are? What would you bring to this organization? You know, if you're applying for a new job or, you know, what are your weaknesses and how do you overcome them and, and how can you, um, use your strengths or even your weaknesses to your advantage in this upcoming field? And, you know, looking at your forte and piano features um, can help you in life. And, you know, even 
make your weaknesses move you forward in a positive direction by learning more about yourself and overcoming those. So, you know, those are things that um, we look at when we think about the dynamics um, chapter of the Otava method. Looking at the tempo chapter, that's really just setting a timeline for your goal. Um, you know, there's many different tempos in musical compositions. Um, there are things that happen in an allegro pace and um, things that might be a little bit slower and, or, you know, lento. And by using smart goals, you can create the perfect timing to achieve your goals. And we go more into the business aspects of what a smart goal is, you know, um, a measurable goal, something that has a, a wonderful timeline, um, something that helps you keep it on the forefront of your mind as to how you can realistically achieve goals um, within a time frame. The next chapter is about development. And this is where in coaching, I promote personality assessments so that the person who is being assessed can look at their specific physician personality and really realize how they can give feedback within their career and with the people that they work with and accept feedback from people within their teams. And this will allow each participant, you know, in any coaching activity that, you know, we're talking about, or, you know, even reading the book, um, to learn more about their individual personal personalities. And, um, this can be done with many different, um, personality assessments like the ready assessment or the, um, disc assessment. And, you know, you can learn to negotiate what is right for you in your life if you know how you best give and receive feedback, depending on who is on your team as well. And, you know, again, that is another development of emotional intelligence that can help you through difficult times in your career. And that leads us to the next chapter, which is about practice. I had a mentor in medical school who probably said this to me every single time I met with him. Um, he was my um, development counselor uh, in medical school. And he always said, repetition is the key to mastery. And so doing things over and over again, you know, like we do in residency, you know, how did I learn how to do a C-section? I saw one. I did one and then I taught one, <laughs> see one, do one to teach one. Um, that is, you know, one of the core tenets of medical training, but you know, in all seriousness, um, learning how to do a C-section in times where we had a lot of time to get a baby out, you know, maybe it was a, a repeat C-section and it was planned and scheduled, um, learning how to do a C-section under pressure like in an emergent situation where the baby is in distress and it's time to get that baby delivered and have a birthday party. Um, so, you know, learning how to do something over and over again, like going to the practice room and practicing for six hours every day in my undergrad, um, 
you know, learning how to perform at a professional level on the flute, you know, that that's another way um, to emphasize that repetition is the key to mastery of any field. You know, how do pilots learn how to fly? Uh, they have to have many hours before they are given a commercial li license. Um, and, you know, I don't know all the specifics to that, but, you know, you want your pilot to have a lot of good experience and repetition in that, um, I would imagine. <laughs> so, you know, you have to find that right pathway or algorithm for achieving your goals in any field. And, you know, you have to put those successful processes on repeat while elevating your legacy in medicine specifically. And the last aspect of the Otava method is um, principle number eight, performance. This is bringing your legacy to life. And so it is the culmination of all of the steps that you have taken to bring your life up an octave and ultimately put them into action. You know, all of those practice hours, um, practicing for a recital, all of those C-section procedures in the OR, um, putting those into action when you do your first emergency C-section as an attending, solo attending. Um, you know, this finale includes, you know, a completed plan that you've put forth to help you take your life up an octave and take your goals up an octave. So this is why I wrote the book. I really meant for it to be for physician women to promote my coaching philosophies, but it ended up being for anyone in any field. And so you know, I just really want to emphasize that this is not just a book for musicians. It's not just a book for physicians, because I'm a musician and a physician. It really is for anyone. And, you know, to help them achieve goals in a stepwise fashion, based on musical self-coaching and business principles. And at the end of each chapter in the book, um, there is a quote-unquote chapter notes section where people can reflect on each principle and apply it to their own lives. So this is what I intend to promote with the coaching sessions and um, the coaching um, masterminds that I offer. The next one that is coming up is for specifically physician women. It is called the Lady Docs Boss Academy, and it is an eight-week academy, and we'll be meeting for group coaching sessions um, over the course of time from October 2nd to November 22nd for eight sessions that will include um, a free signed copy of the Otava Method book from me. I'll send that out to you guys. Um, the other thing that it will include is a ready physician personality assessment and then a session on 
what each personality um, means and how those personalities best respond to feedback and how they best give feedback in work situations. The other thing we'll talk about is um, doing a Maslow burnout inventory for healthcare professionals and seeing where each participant is in that um, burnout personality score and how they can best help themselves. Um, and you know, not, not everyone is burned out, but um, there are ways that, you know, people can address different things like, you know, overexhaustion, you know, um, burnout, and, you know, the things that we deal with every day in a medical career that can be highly stressful. And we'll talk about all the different burnout personalities. And then people will be eligible for 2A CME credit, um, commensurate with the amount of um, time that you claim. And this is a self-reporting um, CME um, credit opportunity. So I would definitely invite you to be a part of the Lady Docs Boss Academy. And again, this is for women physicians. And at the end of it, you know, I would hope that whatever your goal is, you know, if it's weight loss, if it's changing positions, you know, to a different job, or if it's starting your own practice, or if it's deciding that you're going to retire from medicine or do something in a non-clinical realm, you know, there, there are so many different directions that a medical career can take that hopefully, you know, uh, maybe it's working on personal interactions with your family members, you know, it could be any goal. You just have to write these things down and look at what your legacy is, evaluate your core values, see where you are um, as far as like burnout, what type of personality you have that best, best, um, receives feedback and gives feedback. Um, and that could be even in your personal life, not just professionally and, you know, how you can achieve those goals with the help of a, um, certified master physician, um, development coach and someone who has started their own business, their own practice and has been, you know, faced a lot of different challenges in the field of medicine as a woman and has a lot of um, advice and, you know, a platform where lots of women can come together and help one another. So please feel free to reach out and um, ask questions. We have um, the Otava Creative. Hello at otavacreative.com is an email address. And I'll have a lot of other um, links on this podcast um, show notes information area that you can take a look at. Um, the eight-week course does cost $888. You see what I did there? Um, that reflects the octave and the 8VA um, story of the, the reason why I wrote the book. And I... Um, 
welcome you all and hope to see you soon. And please reach out with any questions that you have about the Otava method and the group coaching that is going to be available starting on October 2nd. Thank you and 8VA your day. Thank you.